divinely seduced. Okay, though. I'd like to believe you're aware enough, even now, to know that there's nothing sadistic in my actions. This moment, this is me and my most masochistic. Well, it's your baby. <laughs> But it wasn't from lack of trying, I can tell you that. Actually, Bill's last bullet put me in a coma. A coma I was to lie in for four years. When I woke up, I went on what the movie advertisements refer to as a roaring rampage of revenge. I roared, and I rampaged, and I got bloody satisfaction. I've killed a hell of a lot of people to get to this point. Only one more. The last one. The one I'm driving to right now. The only one left. And when I arrive at my destination, I am gonna kill Bill. Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast, the podcast that begs the question who's really supposed to get the warm sake? Oh, oh. hot sake. Hot sake. Fuck, man. So good. So good. How are you doing, man? Yeah, we got good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You doing good? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Got, yeah, I got, got you got a big got a big move. Big yeah, move. I, I, big I move. got I got my I got my job set. I got my apartment set and paid for for March. Yeah. And the only thing yeah. I, the only thing I got to figure out is the machinations of actually moving both my stuff and my car to Chicago for less than you know the cost of me actually giving a child. So it's, you know, <laughs> well, the thing about the thing about it was when I moved from Vegas to, to Wichita, uh, I used the, like the pods. Right. Yeah. And the, and it, and it was perfect. It was great. I mean, it was literally door to door. They dropped it off in front of my apartment. I dumped all my sure. stuff and locked it. They dumped it. Right. Well, apparently Chicago. Oh boy. Chicago. Oh, boy. God bless yeah. Chicago. They yeah. don't let, they don't let you put the fucking pods on the street. No. And so the only way I could get a U-Pack oh. is if I had if I got there and then had to wait until I'm, I'm driving out the first of March. I start work on the fourth of March. Mm-hmm. So at the Friday and then a Monday. Mm-hmm. So I have two days to get my shit. But they're closed on Saturday and Sunday. So the earliest I could get my stuff would be the first day I'm working, which is not gonna happen. 
And so no. I, I have, uh, I have, uh, I've gone through, can I tow with my Prius or can I tow my Prius? I think what I'm going to end up doing, uh, cause it's the most cost effective, but the most labor intensive is I'm just going to leave my car in Wichita. I'm going to drive a truck with my shit. I'm going to get yeah. unpacked. And then a week later, I'm going to rent a car and drive yeah. back to Wichita, get my car uh, and drive it back. So it's a little more labor. Not, is it not cheaper to just put the car on a, on a, on a, uh, cause I had to do that when I moved to LA, I drove my mom's minivan. I packed it with everything I had, which was like next to nothing, but enough for a full minivan. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, put my Mustang on, oh, no, it wasn't a Mustang at the time. It was a Thunderbird, 96 Thunderbird. I put that on a, one of those car carrier things. Oh yeah. No, like no, seven no, or eight cars on it. It was like a thousand dollars. Yeah. No, sucks. I, it's dude, a thousand dollars, but dude, that's a, that's the thing. The U-Haul, the U-Haul from Wichita to Chicago is 900 bucks, right? Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The rent, the yeah. rental, the rental car is 124. So I'm doing the entire move for for about a thousand bucks. So I'm like, okay, that's a reasonable amount of money, given that I'm moving literally a fucking room. I'm not. It's not like I'm moving a house. house. It's not even a. a, It's not even a one bedroom apartment. I have so little shit. It cost me more to move. What What the fuck? From our apartment, from our old apartment to where we live now is like. Dude, maybe five, six miles. Yeah. Dude, it cost it cost so much money. It was so stupid. And that was after I packed because I was like, fuck that, I'm not paying for it. We I, because we had a baby at the time, so Mary Lynn stayed home with the baby. I packed our Mini Cooper no less than nine times with shit. <laughs> and we still had shit to move. Oh, and yeah. we were like, fuck that. And it still cost us more. Than what you're talking about so i god bless all right yeah yeah, yeah. No, i figured it that's i spent i spent i spent a good a good long time today just kind of going through all the numbers and what is it worth yeah. and ultimately it's it's worth it's worth basically because any other option i have including putting my car on a trailer behind the u-haul yeah, yeah, is yeah. going to be is going to be anywhere from 1600 to 1800 dollars. if i can save 800 dollars just fucking right. driving 24 hours right. Fine. Get the fucking car. Go get yeah. the fucking car. I can sit in front of my mom's house. I can come back. I'll have another meal with mom. Mom will be happy. I'll be happy. And then yeah. I'll then I'll hit the road and I'll have a you know I'll have a day to rest yeah. before I fucking get back in the Millennium Park. And then How- after that, you are done with road trips for like a while. Come on. I mean, it's rough, right? It's rough. Road it's trips just, at the. I love age. road trips. No, I love road it's trips. Like, but oh, it is it it is getting harder. No, I love them alone. I love oh, them alone okay. more than anything. That's the oh, thing. Okay. Right. I love road right. trips by myself more than, oh. like more than if I. It's like right up there in my top ten favorite fucking things to do is to drive twelve hours all by myself, listening to podcasts and music, stopping at strange, you know, like if I see, if I, if I'm driving down any road and I see like a sign for like a diner that sounds crazy, I'm fucking eating at that fucking best wet burritos. Exactly. I'm I'm fucking, I'm fucking going to that goddamn diner because Hey, when am I going to ever get the chance to do that? Hey, my friend, you're going to have a wet burrito in your car on the way. Well, yeah, you're going. Yeah. Yeah. But thing is, I'm single. So who the fuck cares? Who cares? My car smells like ass. That's all on me. Speaking of ass. Yeah. (laughs) How about some housekeeping? Oh, my God. 
No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping? Could you come back in an hour? Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for a pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of All right, Yeah, I guess uh, housekeeping, I, 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 you say the this episode drops on the day of the Oscars. Is that right? Is that, that is that's correct. That is oh correct. God, Today, wow. Tonight, tonight is the Oscars, yeah. and I and I will say that unusually, because I, I I don't know about you, but I have not bothered to watch the Oscars or really or really pay attention to the Oscars yeah. for like fifteen years. Um, and I'll be for, oh, I love I love I love the pomp and circumstance. I love watching it. I love watching it. I love right. it. I don't even have to see all the movies. I don't even really care. A lot of times I, I flip off the TV and I get pissed off that these rich motherfuckers are patting themselves on the back. But God damn it, if I don't love watching it, I just, I put it on, it's there. We'll be making dinner. We'll be doing anything else. I, I don't fucking care. I but haven't I love, watched it. I, I watched, love yeah. it. I haven't watched it in 15 years. And the thing is, I guess part of it is because I want to be invested Super, in the films oh, and so, so for this year fun when you are. yeah one yes. of the things that's interesting about this year is that and i just you know in terms of movies and this is my assessment i think coming out of the pandemic i mean this this oscar season some of the best it's one of the best 10 best picture lineups i've seen in a long time like since 76 or 75 i mean it's a really good solid lineup and in fact i've made an effort as of this recording, there is only one of the nine best picture nominations I have not seen. And by the time this drops, I will have seen the zone of interest, okay. but I have seen everything else. I'm my prediction is Oppenheimer's going to sweep it. I'm not going to be surprised by that. Cause it's, I thought it was a great movie. I've seen it twice now. Um, one on the IMAX screen and one on my television. Cause I wanted to watch it again, but I've watched almost all those movies at least twice. Uh, and and, yeah. and and I'm just I'm thrilled with how good some of that just how good the movie and how different, how very, very different each movie is. I mean, look, I mean, you can talk about like, I mean, look, you know, uh, fucking Pulp Fiction and 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 uh, was Forrest Gump. Like there have been a lot of really good Oscar years over uh, a lot of uh, Oscar uh, shows over the years yeah but i'm not like there's been some great films no i'm I, no i'm you not know. talking about i'm not talking about that there weren't great films i'm talking about oh. a specific lineup of of like 76 now granted that was five films but all of the films yeah. were fucking masterful this is 10 films where yeah, and they're where all yeah e any yeah. one of them in my opinion could easily get i think oppenheimer's gonna get it but any one yeah. of them could be a best picture and i would not feel like someone got cheated that is that's rare sure. in my experience so i'm excited about that that's fair but when you go down to like it's always interesting to me too when they opened up the category was it it was probably about what five years six years i don't yeah, even remember when they like opened that. it up yeah they opened it up because of Avatar. They opened mm -hmm. it up because of box office. They they were lacking in viewership at the Oscars. And so they opened up Best Picture to 10 nominees as opposed to, I think it was the usual like five, right? Yeah, it was five. It used and to so, be five. Yeah. So they opened it up because there were box office movie, but bonanza movies that they wanted those viewers to participate in the the, the watching of the show. Okay. Which is fine. What's interesting is like they haven't opened up 
any of the other categories really to any more than five nominees. Really? Well, like well, maybe five, well, six, five, and the, five. The, the thing five. that's very interesting, yeah, the thing that's very interesting is that uh, at this point, the the best foreign film, uh, because because now foreign films, Parasite won a couple of years ago. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Foreign yeah. films are now are now and 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 it and I feel if it makes me feel sad because the best foreign film is now kind of like a JV category. Because if you didn't, you know, when you've got Anatomy of the Fall and the Zone of Interest, and when you've got you've got foreign films that are now in the best picture and have won, oh. that makes that makes that best foreign film category sort of not as good. I don't well, I don't know what the rubric is. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just don't know because I don't like I've never really looked into like what is the rubric for submitting for foreign film and because for a while I think I think a couple of years the best foreign film was also submitted for best picture. And sometimes Parasite might've been one of them where it is nominated for best foreign film and best picture. So like, like what's the rubric there? Well, the, what it, from what I understand, and I read a little bit about this last week is that the, the country actually has to submit right. you know, whatever, whatever their national film right. board has to. And as an example, one of the funniest things is anatomy of the fall, which is a French film. Mm-hmm. Was was not entered right. in the category for that they didn't even submit it. The best foreign film this year, yes, they did. I, yeah, they yeah. didn't even submit it, which is ridiculous. Which yeah, is ridiculous, sure. but but it's because it's because it's because the the I don't know if it was the director or the lead actor uh, said something that was uh, pissed off the old guard of the French, and so said they said fuck them. Well, Hollywood said yeah, not fuck them because we think it's one of the best pictures, and I would agree, it is one of the best pictures of the year. It's just fucking riveting. And it's just, you know, and, and, and again, again, like I said, the varied. So you have everything from Barbie, which is ridiculous and hysterical to yeah. Oppenheimer, which is deep and epic and a little, maybe a little too more complex than most people want to watch. Then you have American fiction, which is this great blend of a, a, a very biting satire about race relations with a really beautiful sort of dysfunctional family drama wrapped mm-hmm. up in it. Um, mm-hmm. You've got poor things, which is just Yuris Lanthimos. I, I feel like Yuris Lanthimos and Emma Stone are are going to become, uh, you know, like Scorsese and De Niro. You know, it's like it's like, yeah. you know, because they're working yeah. on a third film, and I just think I think Poor Things best movie in the. I my if I if I got to vote, I'm not a member of the Academy. If I got to vote, yeah. I'd give Poor Things best picture because I thought it was the best picture of the <laughs> the year, but. I also thought the holdovers, the holdovers, which is so funny because it looks they even start the the the, the beginning of that movie is the old 70s logos. I mean, they, they are yeah, definitely yeah, sure. going for a kind of film a that has not yeah, well, yeah, just a yeah. movie that has a, a kind of film that hasn't been made. And the, uh, you know, we did Dead Poet Society. I mean, that's what the holdovers of it's it's Dead Poet Society. Right. If Robin Williams was wall-eyed and stunk and was a pissy angry loser you know i mean and and, but it's still it's you know and it's just so many good 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 films uh past lives if you get a chance you should watch past lives on any medium you can because it's it's sort of a it's sort of a sliding doors what if you know it's basically these two two man and woman who 
were in love at first sight when they were younger and then things changed and, and they get this opportunity to be together, just kind of, you know, they're both with other people, this kind of thing. And, and so is it still love it? It's just, and it's slow. It take, you know, it takes its time and it's just lovely. It's just a really beautiful movie. Yeah. It's funny. I'm getting a lot of, uh, screeners and links to films because of the SAG awards and past lives and zone of interest are not a part of that at all. That's bizarre. And, uh, well, it's specifically because they're both foreign films. Right? Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. That's why everything else on this list is part of like what I get links and shit too, right? So, yeah, it's interesting. I'll, I you know, look, I I'm a, I'm a fucking big fan of foreign films. Like uh, 9 times out of 10, they're better than the shit that we produce here. Um so yeah, no, I I look forward to seeing them. Like of everything on this list that I've seen so far, I honestly, I really did like Maestro, man. I know I you saw loved it, too. it. I, I loved it. I loved it. Such a phenomenal feat of filmmaking. It just, I just thought it was a, I thought it was a brilliant film, but I, I haven't seen, I, I've seen Barbie. I haven't seen yeah. American fiction. Haven't seen holdovers. Haven't seen killers. I'm so, I saw Oppenheimer. I still like Maestro better for what it's worth. Well, um, you know, that, you know, it's yeah, interesting you put that in, term, in terms of achievement. I think Oppenheimer is a bigger achievement, but in terms of just sheer artistry, I, I yeah. think Maestro is just, no, a, it's picture. it's a lovely picture and carrie mulligan My, carrie mulligan is just dude, a fucking dude, treasure man she's a fucking treasure she's so goddamn is. good in that movie it's almost she breathtaking truly is and i i will say this my my kind of rubric is how moved am i you know when i watch a picture i want to i want to be moved in some way you know, whether it's I laugh my ass off or I'm fucking angry or I'm scared, whatever it might be. You know, I love my genres, yeah, right? Yeah. I was far more moved by my Oppenheimer. We've discussed this mm -hmm. a little bit, even mm -hmm. even off mic. Oppenheimer was such a cold movie to me. It was very well done. Beautiful picture. Beautiful picture. Yes. Acting, writing. It was a beautiful, beautiful picture. It was so fucking cold. Yeah, Maestro, Maestro to me had such heart to it. I was so moved by that picture. I was, I was more moved by Barbie than I was by Oppenheimer. But it, it, whatever. I mean, th and that's kind of the fun thing, you know. You and I talked a little bit about this, where um, you know, people have their uh, uh, uh the Oscar snubs. That's like, look, when you're at this fucking, when you're at this level, yeah, you are no fucking snubs, man. You've made a shit ton of money. You made a beautiful piece of fucking art. A lot of people have seen and will continue to see your fucking your picture. Yeah. There is no fucking snub. You know, there is no snub. I think I saw I didn't read anything about it, but I, I saw um, uh, kind of like a snippet of a headline where I guess Margot Robbie just came out recently, which is like, there's no reason to be sad or there's no reason to be whatever. Like, and she's right. There is no fucking reason. The movie made a billion dollars. Um, we can discuss the kind of misogyny involved about the director's guild and the director's wing of the Oscars not nominating, but blah, 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 whatever. The movie made so much money and had they, a massive and they we do. continue and we'll yeah. continue to have I'm, a massive cultural impact. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no reason anybody that looks at these movies every year, there are no snubs when you get no, to this. There day. are no snubs. There are no snubs. It's you just taste. Get a pat on the back. It's just you don't. It's just subjective taste. And 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 even then, you you get a pat on and, the back. Do and you get the award. Do you get the statue? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That's exactly fuck? how you know I feel I mean? about it. I don't think there's yeah. any misogyny in in either Margot Robbie or Greta Gerwig. I don't think it has to do with that. I mean, who who in that best director list would you bump for her? And I would say no one. I would say no one on that list. Not that I'm saying that she's so much worse or they're all so much better, but those are those are great pictures. I'm looking at the category right now. There's five of them out of the uh-huh. 10 best picture. Uh-huh. There's five directors. Yeah, I don't know. There are two women. There's uh, yeah. ju- no, there's one woman, Justine uh, Triette. Yeah, she directed Anatomy, Anatomy of, of Fall. So good. All right, so there's so one good. woman. All right. I haven't seen Zone of Interest. So if you want to ask me right now, I would bump Jonathan Glazer for Zone of Interest because I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, maybe and, it's and, better than Barbie. I have no and, idea. I well, I don't. Again, I don't think it's about whether the picture is better. It's about the direction. That's a different angle. And sure. and and let's be honest. I mean, Barbie was, for all intents and purposes, a day glow musical. And 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 created, and, uh, the, created from whole cloth, though. Well, I don't yeah. Know what, so is Zona's. Zone is interesting. I don't, but I I'm don't just, know. I'm just, I'm saying it doesn't, but again, yeah. created from whole cloth has nothing to do with the directing and it has everything to do with the writing. Directing is a different medium and than creating from whole cloth. Right. Uh, she was the best picture adapted and know, adapted well, screenplay. Adapted screenplay. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, so Which, we can talk about adapted too. That's a little, yeah, that's a weird. little fucking that, weird. That, yeah. 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 Category. Look, I remember seeing that a couple of it's years a ago. Weird, it's a weird category. Borat, and... Borat 2 was nominated for <laughs> yeah. adapted screen. I was like, wait a minute. Adapted from what? The first Borat, which was improvised? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Adapted from what? And then I did read an article about, and it, it stated it had their. The Academy's kind of like their rule again, rubric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about what adapted means. And I'm like, yeah, that's really, that's really fucking weak. It's well, really weak. Speaking of adapted and <laughs> borrowing and borrowing from other things to adapt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your, your one two punch. Sophie. Sophie. My Sophie, I'm so sorry. Please, please forgive my betrayal. No more of that. But still... But still, nothing. Except my aching heart at what she's done to my beautiful and brilliant Sophie. I've kept you alive for two reasons. First reason is information. Brûlons en enfer, espèce de salope, blonde. Je ne te dirai rien. But I am going to ask you questions. And every time you don't give me answers, I'm going to cut something off. And I promise you, they will be things you will miss. Give me your other arm! <laughs> I want all the information on the deadly vipers. If you had to guess, 
what they've been doing. Why she left you alive. And where I can find them. What would be your guess? Guessing won't be necessary. She informed me. She said I could keep my wicked life for two reasons. As I said before, I've allowed you to keep your wicked life for two reasons. And the second reason is so you can tell him in person everything that happened here tonight. I want him to witness the extent of my mercy by witnessing your deformed body. I want you to tell him all the information you just told me. I want him to know what I know. I want him to know. I want him to know. And I want them all to know. They'll all soon be as dead as a wren. Two thousand three and two thousand four's Hill Bill, Volume One, Volume Two. I wanted to cover it as one picture because initially it was devised as one picture. Okay, uh, synopsis for anyone who hasn't fucking seen it: Get out of your house under the rock, <laughs> watch the fucking movie. An assassin wakes from a coma four years after her ex-lover attempts to murder her on her wedding day. Fueled by an insatiable desire for revenge, she vows to get even with every single one of them. And that's the picture, man. I that's mean, it. That's all it is. Yeah. There is no more story than to that. It. You do get a some backstory he for plays, some of the characters. He plays, he plays some game with time. He plays a yeah. lot of game with time, yeah. which is what he likes to do, and it works. Which is it, what it's he very does. it's very effective. It is by far the the least verbal film of his what is it, nine nine films that he's done? If you if you consider this a one two punch, because he does. At the time I think it was like well at the at the time well as of now, yes, it's nine films. But yeah. at the time, I think he was at six. Yeah, something like that. Was, but it's the least I mean, verbal anyway, because it's yeah. but because there's so much physical action going on that it's still got nice moments. But it's the least, of, I would say it's the least verbal in terms of main character. Yeah, like that's antagonist. Yeah, yeah. that would be the least verbal. Uh, Bill himself says a lot. A well, lot of people but, say but, a lot. But Bill but doesn't, doesn't say a lot until the last twenty minutes. Well, no, he does. There's, he just has bit lines, there's, but there's then that sequence in black and white where he talks a lot with the flute outside of the the yeah, but the that's not a cabinet. lot. That's not a lot. Look, it's it. Look, Tarantino likes to hear himself talk, and of I, he does. I'll be honest with you, he's a great he's talker, a good writer, he's yeah. a good writer, man. Like, and he apes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and for two movies, he's aping a lot in these two movies and my thing is every filmmaker apes scorsese admits it all artists do the master all artists do yeah they all do right the beauty is can you make it your own Mm -hmm. and this guy there was the one sequence i was i was watching part two with uh mary lynn the other night and there's the sequence with ellie and uh uh in the the trailer in bud's trailer in the oh, yeah, movie yeah yeah and 
there are there are some lines of dialogue. I literally looked at Mary Lynn and I was like, this is melodramatic to the nth degree. And in lesser hands, this would play like a fucking shitty soap opera. Yep. But because he is such a masterful filmmaker, and because he not only is influenced by, but knows how to use the influences visually, that he's able to elevate his writing. It's his writing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, as 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 cheesy as some of the writing might be, it's his own writing. Oh, yeah. He's he's able to elevate his own writing to be meaningful and deep and like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? What's yeah. going to happen? Like, the tension that he builds. Um, I, I don't even know where to begin. This well, movie. We, we, ahead, yeah, uh, what, yeah, well, I, yeah. I want to point it out that the, that when I saw this movie, when oh. I saw volume one, I hated it. And I mean, I fucking hated it. Really? But the reason I hated it was because I felt like splitting it into two movies was a fucking you felt cheat. Jet. You felt jet. I felt yeah, jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was really mad because it felt like such a fucking cheat. And I almost did not go see volume two. I almost didn't. I was so pissed off about it. But then I went, then I went, ah, fuck it. I got to go see it. And. And then it all fell into place and it became this perfect one, two punch. And now, now you can't watch for me. The only way to watch these two films is you've got to watch them one and two. You can't watch two or that, just I one. Guess, you got to watch them together. My, I guess that's my question. After the cliffhanger, how could you not want to see part two? Because I was mad and I was petulant. Yeah. But then I, that's right. That's, that's yeah. Sure. It wasn't that I didn't want to know how it ended, uh, but I went. But I was like, "God damn it, that feels like such a cash grab." I hate you, Weinstein. Well, and, and, then, and, 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 and then, and then, and then I went, and then I went to Weinstein's office to say, "Hey, dude," and he made me suck his dick. So and and uh, yeah, yeah, you jerked off on your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, like, look, it was a hundred percent a cash grab. Everything that I was reading in the in the the kind of research I was doing was like, oh, Tarantino was down with it because like he didn't have to cut anything. And like, oh yeah, oh, I don't have to cut anything. I'll make it two movies. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. That's just Weinstein being a fucking piece of shit, manipulative cocksucker. Okay. He didn't have this could have been one very long I don't movie. think I don't think Weinstein sucked cock, but his cock was sucked. And that's why he's in jail. That's exactly right. I think this could have been one long movie. Now, of course, the opportunity is there to make more money on splitting the movie in half. Yes. Of course. Of course. Yes. So we can talk about the move, the two movies as they stand, which we, we I will and I would love to. Before we do that, there is a, a, a cut of the movie that Tarantino brought to Cannes in... I don't know, 20... Yeah, it's like the ultimate... Something. Yeah, yeah, it's called, yeah. It's called The Whole Bloody Affair. The Whole Bloody Affair, yeah. And the only things, the anime sequence is extended by like, I want to say two or three frames, not even frames, but like, frames. like sequences. Like moments. Yeah, moments. There's like moments in the anime that's extended. And he cuts out... The, the first movie, the first part ends when... Sophie Fatal is in the trunk of the car. Yeah. And uh, the bride, like, you know, has cut her arms off and shit and, like, rolls it down the hill, right? And then you cut to a kind of, like, a intermission music sequence. Yeah. So we don't get Bill standing over Sophie, petting her hair and asking her, does she know her daughter's still alive? 
that's the cliffhanger of part one. Yeah. Right? Part two basically plays out how the movie plays out. So, like, what's the point? Oh, the other the other big difference is um, in the Crazy 88 sequence, it does not ever go to black and white. The reason it goes to black and no, it never goes to black and white. In fact, he cuts out the points of her blinking her eyes to change it to black and white. Um, the only reason that was done was for MPAA so that it would get an R rating as opposed to NC-17 because it was too much blood. You know the fucking MPAA is what's the yeah. bombs. Well, yeah. Okay. No, I understand so, that, but I think okay. Right. I did. I had no idea that's why it went to black and white. Yeah, yeah. But stylistically, I but the, but stylistically, I love that it goes to black and well, white. And I'll tell you, also, I love that. Also, stylistically, one of the major things that happened when those uh, kind of uh, kung fu samurai movies were shown in the United States on TV. A lot of them were shown in black and white, even though they were originally shot in color, to get away from ratings issues. Yeah. Because to show, you know, it was the same reason that that Hitchcock did Psycho in black and, and white, white versus color because he could get around the MPAA bullshit, right? So, or the ratings bullshit, whatever it was at the time. So... That's why he did it. It was not only to get away from getting an NC-17. It was also an homage, a stylistic homage to when those movies that's, were shown here. I it prefer. Out. I actually brilliant. prefer that oh, choice. Prefer Dude, yeah, it is. It is a. I love he that. Plucks his fucking eyeball. It's up, so, it goes to black and white. It's so good. It's so good. It's so well done. So let me ask you, I have a couple of questions. I have a couple of questions for So out of his his pantheon, would you, would you say, and I'm just curious what your thoughts on this, that this is, you know, his, the, the, the mythos. And and I don't say that as if it's bullshit. It's just, this is sort of like the mythos of Quentin Tarantino is that he basically learned his love for film and the, the films he loves that he draws from, he got by being a video store clerk. Would you say, it has been argued, and I am making that argument, that mm-hmm. this is by far the most video store clerk film he's made to date. What are your thoughts? When when you take both films as one, right, which I would love to do because like you. That's how I, I look at ever, it. I'm, I'm not going to look at it any other way. This is just called Kill Bill. It's not volume yeah. one or volume two. Yeah. To me, this is one film. Okay? That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Yes, I would say that this movie is more influenced by several genres than any of his other ones. More of the other ones are are very specific, like uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs are very crime, um, Jackie Brown is crime slash exploitation. Um, then we start getting into the revisionist history films, which I'm not a huge fucking fan of. I love them. Uh, um, We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Um, I, I did say when we covered Jackie Brown that I feel like Jackie Brown is his most grown-up film. Yeah, it's my favorite of his films. I, I, I would say, yeah, I, I would say this is my favorite All right. of his films. That's fair. Uh, specifically for the scope of storytelling. I feel like this incorporates so many genres. You have spaghetti western, you have samurai, you have uh, Hong Kong, uh, you have uh, black exploitation, you have giallo, 
the the kind of uh, 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 Italian horror. Uh, uh, very briefly in the hospital sequence, okay. Um, you you have a lot of different genres influencing him, and frankly, he's never done action like this before or, or since. since or since. And like and like, man, he fucking did it. Like he nailed gonna, it. If you're gonna do it, he nailed it. Did it. He did he, it. He did yeah. it. He did in, it several in every times. way, in every possible it. way. It, more, yeah, yeah, man. Like, yeah. So I, to me, I, I, I honestly like, and I haven't seen this. But I own both of these films on. I do too. DVD. Um, this this has to be my favorite of his films. I, it really, it just does. I it 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 incorporates everything I love about cinema, which is everything he loves about cinema. You know, all I, right, just. Yeah, no, here, it's phenomenal. Uh, let me if, ask if, if there's oh. any complaints I have. No, if there's any complaints I have. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go, 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 go. No, if you've got a complaint, I want to hear the complaint because I, I, I have another question for you. But yeah, I, I feel Uma Thurman was robbed of an Oscar nomination. Oh, of course she I was. Really, really do because he. If you look at his other She's film, phenomenal in this if movie. You look at his other film. He's in every like, fucking scene except for know, a few. Brad yeah. Pitt was Brad, Brad Pitt won. Um, uh, Christoph Waltz won. DiCaprio was nominated. Jennifer Jason Lee was nominated for for Hateful Eight. Uma was nominated for Best Supporting for for Pulp Fiction. Okay, uh, Forster for Jackie Brown. Like uh, Sam Jackson for Jackie Brown. This movie really didn't get the love specifically for her that I thought she deserved. I mean, yeah. I just again watching it, and I think splitting it in two films may have hurt. That, I think you're probably right. Yeah, I think that's an. You know, I, I I think that's probably um, true because she. I mean, it's a fucking. You talk about tour de force performance. She makes you laugh. She fucking kicks ass. She is fucking badass. She does so much physical work. It's, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Just, it's all incredible. Around fucking performance. Dude. You actually like, care. You actually amazing. You yeah. You actually care. So all right. Here's my yeah. second question. Um, it's. Because we've talked about we talked about this when we were talking about Mission Impossible uh Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Um, how it's just there are these, these series of extended, like really long extended scenes that tell whole stories from start to finish each time. And and what I love about this, but you know, both about this film, this one big four-hour film, what I love about it is that he even titles his sequences mm -hmm. and each one and each one tells its own individual story while supporting and connecting to all the rest of it. It's, it's, it's like watching a novel. It's brilliant. So he did with Pulp Fiction. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, he did it with thing. Pulp Fiction, but it's, but thing. it's just yeah. a bit, but again, it's that sequencing that I think is really interesting. So yeah, yeah. out of, out of all of the sequences, out of all of the scenes, out of all of the little stories that are told within you know, the chapter headings, what are your favorites? Oh God. Wow. Um, I will say, uh, the Vernita Green, that that she gets short shrift in this film. For sure. Like oh, yeah. that that whole sequence is like I didn't time it out. Let's say it's ten yeah. minutes, thirteen yeah. minutes long. She is the shortest of all of them. Yeah. And that after watching the two movies, I was like, Well, that kind of sucks for her. We get backstories for everybody. We get like deeper character. Bud is Bill's brother. Ellie is Bill's new lover after he kills fucking or tries to kill the bride. 
Um, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 or Rennie, she has a whole fucking a whole different genre. See, see to, to me, backstory. To me, that well, that was one of the things I was writing down. What my I favorite was your question, but no, you know, but yeah, one yeah. of my favorite. I've got three that stand out for me. Two in the sure. first, two in the first film, first half, first volume, yeah. and yeah. one in the second. Um, but absolutely, the anime of Oshiren is just it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. well. It's first so of all. When I I remember, and that was one of the things. When I remember, of I, I was mad about the thing, but it's it, it there. It's a moment. It is such a specific moment when all of a sudden they go to anime, and you're just transported. It's so goddamn good. It's so wonderfully put together. Everything about it works. It looks great. It sounds great. It's a great story. The care the the anime character that is a young David Carradine is creepy and still David Carradine. It's wonderful. And it's not out of nowhere. No. She's she's in the car trying to recuperate, right? So why like why not go to this fantastical retelling of something i like, love it it's it's not out of nowhere it is out of nowhere yeah in a way. It, it, but, it, 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 but it's really not it makes total sense it makes total it sense gives, even it, though it's it, it unexpected gives, that's i yeah, guess that's it what it is it's like, unexpected especially after all that fucking i'm i'm buck and i like to fuck and get in the rip that whole thing like please give us something else to go to because jesus christ that was that's really rough. heavy that's that was rough. really really fucking heavy shit yeah and what dude and also quite reason, funny and and and, and, <laughs> and and well and the reason i say she should have been nominated for an oscar that moment where she wakes up and touches her belly oh it's so good and it's, realizes that the baby is gone it's just and emotionally raw look you know and as a, it, mimi and i were talking about this like as a parent this this movie hits wholly different than when we first saw it oh i'm sure, sure. i'm sure i'm um, sure but that moment alone is like holy fucking shit and she just she just i mean she lets it out so yes to be transported to something completely different yeah which is where her mind is going right like it just makes fucking sense it's yeah so good. it's a brilliant brilliant moment yeah. i actually asked him i was like how the fuck did he direct that he's not an anime he's not an anime he, he likes didn't. anime He's no, literally. I doing the research. I was like, "Oh, wait." He he just handed it off to somebody. He else. gave it. He gave Holy it to shit. an anime. He gave it to an anime director and and said, yeah. "This, you know, he wrote this, the script for I, it. He wrote the script yeah. for it." But of the course. anime director said, "This is what I'm gonna do," and it yeah. was just so fucking good. God All right, bless. my second favorite moment, yeah, is in the second half, oh. which which is, and I love the cutaway. It's like she's in the grave and she's oh. thinking, and then they cut to her training. I love that sequence. The Pine Bay, the Pine Bay sequence is so yeah. much fun. Yeah. It's because, it, because it, it's one of those things that's really yeah, wonderful that's about that sequence is what I love about that sequence is it is really all by itself. You can take that sequence. And just get rid of all the rest of the movie. And it's still make a whole movie out of that. It's yeah. it's still super funny. It's super funny. Oh, yeah. really intense, really fun to watch and brutal at the same time. Everything about it. When she's trying to fucking get like eat the rice mm -hmm. with the chopsticks and her hands are just crippled and she can't do it. And he and he just like threw throws her fucking oh, rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just everything about it is it's again it's, it's funny it's brutal it's wonderful it's what's great beautiful. filming and it's just what's two characters about 
what's beautiful about that moment too is he he not only derisively smacks that fucking bowl away, he then replaces his bowl of food. You know what I mean? It's it's that respect. It's, it's that lesson like, to teach you something, but I'm also have respect for you. It's so beautiful. And Gordon Liu is so good. Dude, He's so dude fucking played, good. He played. He played the the, the, the head, head of the crazy head of the crazy dates. Yeah, right? yeah. And this fucking character. Yeah. Right. And then when he was younger, apparently in in like his his uh, kind of like a uh, uh, kung fu movies, he fought Pai Mei. Like the Pai Mei character. That is so brilliant. I did not know that. This is, yeah, this this is what, like, this is what I love about Tarantino. And this is what I love about Scorsese. And this is what I love about, like, like filmmakers who love film and filmmaking and storytelling. Like, he has, specifically Tarantino, has this kind of extended universe where everything is connected. I mean, Buck, who likes the fuck, is the person who sells the car to the gals in death proof. Yes. Right? Like yep. it's 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 all of this extended kind of situation with these characters like it's so cool and not even in his own universe but like I mean I'm the biggest one is Bill, right? Like with kung fu and Oh the, yeah. And yeah. The, like, Everything. You know, I, it's it, it just there's nothing about this movie I don't like. All right, you had a third one. I do have a third one, right. and it's and it's my favorite sequence in the movie. Yeah, um, and it's the only one that makes me every time I see it, uh-huh. I cry. I cry uh-huh. like a fucking baby because <laughs> I think because I think it's it's the heart. I, it, it, to me, I you know I, I you know I don't know what Tarantino's mindset was, but it's the heart of his reverence. It's it's Sonny Chiba. And it's the making of the sword, and oh, yeah. and and there you know ev- everything about it is it's you know it's very funny. It's you've got that whole pretend I'm a sushi chef, right? And then you get this, yeah. I, and, and yeah, it's so funny. It's so it's fucking so funny. funny. And he's like, but you know, well, well, the if thing you were going to be a sergeant, I would. I'm the emperor. emperor. Yeah, <laughs> but what is? But again, it's one of those things where they've got that, and, and that's the moment that really gets it gets me every time. Is those two characters have that sort yeah. of that sort of bickering yeah. couple thing going on? But when he breaks mm-hmm. his vow, and he presents her with that fucking sword. And yeah. there is a sense there, it, there is a sense between all three characters, uh, Beatrix, uh, Horisho, I can't think of his name, Hansai, Hansai, Hattori Hanzo is Hattori, Hattori, that's right, Hattori Hanzo, and then the other, and then the other guys. But there is a sense between all three of them of such reverence and yeah. and and importance and a, a, a love and adoration for that moment and and the music kind of gives you that too and it just yeah. makes me cry every time because they yeah. love it so much it's such a, so it's good. it to well, me it's, it's the heart there's, of there's, the film it's the heart of the film how much respect they all have for the, this ancient craft it's so good the, cere- the ceremony of it the reverence of it all you know yeah no it's it's deep it's deep it's deep without having to be explained to you and it's not and explained it, it's no music does it oh, no, the music does it so good even even the the bit of dialogue like yep. like why do you need hatori hanzo why do you need hanzo steel yeah. i have vermin to kill and then he speaks in english yeah. well, you must have very big rats 
and she says, right? She says, uh, uh, "Huge" or whatever and, she says. And, and, and like, given there's this given, understanding, given, given given who it is, you have a yeah. very real obligation. And then yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. in English, writes in the just in the in the in the the condensation on the glass. I Bill, I just think oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but what so really good. makes that, but really so. makes that writing. And this is an acting choice. I know this was an acting choice is it's B it's the one oh, for the yeah. I, then the L, L and then the slash for the, the dotting of the I. And it's like, yep, yep. God damn it. That's just, yeah. it, it doesn't seem when you say it out loud, it doesn't seem like it's that big a deal, but in that moment, but when you see it, it's yep. super yep. fucking powerful, man. Yeah. And it's yeah. just uh, that whole sequence with Sonny Chiba is yeah. my favorite sequence in the entire four hours of that film. I love that. I can watch that I, one scene over and over. I love it so much. I love the showdown at the House of Blue Leaves. It's so good. It's well, that's it just, is. It is. It, I mean, you talk about sequence, right? Like it's ridiculous. And and, man. and and this is this is a moment where he's he's not aping um, a genre as much as he's 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 homaging a director. Yeah, this is where he really does go in. I mean, he does it with. The split screen with Ellie in the hospital where she's about to inject, right? But the overhead, the 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 constant camera movement in one shot, he's really, really doing his De Palma work here. This this oh, yeah. he's he's really doing De Palma in this moment. Okay. And so there's that whole sequence. The fight sequence itself is outstanding. No, well, the fight sequence is so multi-layered. If you watch it, it, dude, the dude. fight sequence in its own, in and of itself, tells a complete story. It's mind-blowing. I agree. Then you go into black and white. Oh, then shit. you go into. Then you go into the kind of um, um, what is that? That kind of um silhouette shot. Yeah, the yeah. red and the blue. Oh my fighting, god, that's so good. Silhouette. There are so many styles. Within this, and then you go into the uh, Lady Snowblood ripoff in the the the, the dude, Snowy Garden, dude. With Oreni, the, she, the little he, cut, 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 hole, the the dude. water thing. That is so. Yeah, again, the the little water, like the the bamboo water thing. Yeah, yeah it is so. It again, it's one of those things. Like as a choice as a director, that he wanted that it because there's no music at first, and it's just the sound of that thing. Yeah. Cuck, cuck, well, cuck. there's so much music. Cluck, cluck, cluck. Yeah, there isn't. And then and it's then just dead just... silence, except for that little sound. It's, it's so good. It's so, so fucking amazing. So there's that. I would then say my second one would be just kind of the whole Bud story. Yeah, the, kind well, of the whole Bud who doesn't love one? Michael like, Madsen, dude. It's just he's not a fucking badass. He's kind of a schleb. He's you kind of feel fucking sorry for this fucking poor piece of white trash um it's the best whole thing it's one of the best one of the best lines in the movie is is a michael madsen line is is you telling me she cut her way through 88 bodyguards before she got to oren no that wasn't really 88 of them they just called themselves the crazy 88 how come (laughs) i don't know I guess they thought it sounded cool. <laughs> Anyhow, they all fell under her Hanzo sword. She's got a Hanzo sword? He made one for her. Didn't he swear a blood oath to never make another sword? It would appear he has broken it. Them Japs sure know how to hold the grudge, don't they? <laughs> 
maybe you just tend to bring that out in people. I know this is a ridiculous question before I ask it. But you haven't by any chance kept up with your swordplay. I, uh... I pawned that years ago. You hawked a Hattori Hanzo sword. It... It was priceless. <laughs> well, not in El Paso, it ain't. <laughs> in El Paso, I got me $250 for it. I'm a bouncer in a titty bar, Bill. If she wants to fight with me, all she's got to do is come down to the club and start some shit, and we'll be in a fight. I know we haven't spoken in some time. And the last time we spoke wasn't the most pleasant. But you've got to get over being mad at me and start becoming afraid of me because she is coming and she's coming to kill you. And unless you accept my assistance, I have no doubt she will succeed. Dodge guilt, and I don't chew out of paying my comeuppance. Can we just forget the past? That woman deserves her revenge. And we deserve to die. It's just that and the delivery and yeah, the fact the fact that he sums it up so cleanly. It's yep. just one of the best lines in the movie. And we get yeah. to hear it twice. We get to hear it in the first movie and we get to hear it in the second movie. And, and God, I his, love that line. His torture is so it's fucking <laughs> visceral. Oh God. I saw that in a theater. I didn't I didn't notice it when I watched it on the DVD, but I do remember when I saw it in the theater, it did the, the frame rate went from widescreen yeah. to like the old the old TV version. Oh it does. Like it does it, it, by it, six. It, it does it on the it on the it, digital. It, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I did. Yeah. It, but, okay. I yeah. noticed it. I and totally like, noticed it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's so claustrophobic. It's so it's fucking good. And the sound of the dirt. Oh, um, the fucking dude, dude. So that whole sequence. And then I will say, yeah, I will say um, the end hit a lot different now as a parent. Oh, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Yeah, he did. And and um, the fact that she didn't know her kid was alive and now she has to make a choice. She has to make a choice. Was is revenge worth it? Do I kill the person who tried to kill me? Because we're talking about a, a four-year-old girl who Bill has been her dad now for four, for years. four years since she's and known now any country suddenly yeah. gonna be gone. You know, like it's that's I mean that's really it's, well the I'm look on her face up. like it's yeah. really fucking the, heavy man the look on again you're talking about the moment when she realizes that her stomach is empty you know when she wakes up from the coma that's one well, moment but oh, to me I think that I think I think the gun the, shoot. 
I think the, the water gun? yeah, I think the better acting, the better acting <laughs> is when is when she sees her daughter and realizes because that yeah. the thing is we've known we as an audience have known for a while Which I, that she's going to have this moment. No, I love that. I love we do because it gives us the freedom. It gives us the the moment because we know and we know it's coming and we're anticipating. And, and Uma we Thurman get to see it through her. Yeah, Uma Thurman sells it so yeah. well because it's this mo you see it on her face, you see it in her body language. Like, I don't mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't this is massive. This is this is the yeah. biggest thing I've ever I don't know how to and she just deals and then they and then they do the gunfight. And it is just and it's also and that's the also best thing ever. Echo. It's an echo of the opening song because BB literally says bang bang bang. bang. I know like, it's perfect. It's beautiful. It's such it's good. Beautiful. It's such it's and so good. And I love you know as much oh, as I as as it's silly. I love uh, Bill's sort of thesis on Superman and Clark Kent because that's a I you know sure. It's just a really, yeah. but the thing is, it's just, it's a very Tarantino thing, but That's it's also right. something that I've been a Superman fan, a Batman fan. I mean, I love my superheroes until I heard him say it. It never even occurred to me. Oh, and, wow. Okay. And, you know, and it's like when you hear somebody that takes a genre that you're just immersed in since a kid, it just fucking boils and it down. Just boils <laughs> one character down in a way that you go, Brilliant. Are you fucking oh. kidding me? And That's I appreciate it. that from Tarantino because it's like he saw something that I loved yeah. from an angle that I'd never even considered. Well, and a moment that hits really, really hard is that moment where B Bill is dead. BB is in bed watching the the magpie yeah. a, a cartoon and 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 Beatrix is laying on the bathroom floor. At first, she's she's crying. And then she, it becomes, I'm going to fucking choke up. It I becomes, la it becomes laughter, you know? And I said, like, she's going through all of it. Like she had, she, 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 she had to murder all of these fucking people, which she didn't want to have to do anymore. And well, no, no, excuse me. She did it in order to get revenge, but would she have done it knowing that her daughter was alive? But, because her daughter's alive, this is what brought her to this moment, is killing all these fucking people, including her former lover, which is the father of her child, which, did I really want to kill him? Well, I had to because he fucking tried to murder me, but oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ, and she's crying, and, she, and then she ends and, up laughing, and she, and knew she loves she, it, and she sits with her baby. Yeah, and I think it's brilliant. The movie ends. Ah, damn it. It's a great movie. Damn it. I say solid pick. Oh, very thrilled that we picked these two so movies good. together. So good. This I got to I got to I got to give oh. mad respect to Mary Lynn, though. She said this a couple of months ago. She's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what you guys are what, what you guys are picking, but like, I don't know, maybe maybe for Valentine's Day, maybe kill Bill. And I was like, huh, that's a great. Yeah, yeah it's I fucking inspired on time. Like, yeah, why not? Let's the do thing it. is, the, OK. You know how much I like this movie. You know how much I like this movie, and I and, and you can tell Mary Lynn, I like this movie. So I like this pair of movies so much, and I've enjoyed. I enjoyed rewatching them again. I own them. Uh, just us having this conversation makes me want to. When we're done recording, I mean, I'm not going to because it's late at night. Sure. But it makes me yeah, really want to watch both of them yeah, back to back again. They're so fucking good. It's so good. And I, I literally have not touched this movie in 
I don't know. I mean, Mimi and I have been together probably like nine years. I don't know that I've watched this movie in like five or six years. Well, I, I, because we've I, seen it together. I know yeah. we've seen it. Maybe I did. Well, the thing is, together. this, I want to say, I want to say when I was, when I was, when I was in Vegas and Dana was 25 feet away from me and I was kind of like, I did, I did a, a whole week of watching every Tarantino film in sequence okay. because okay. I, it's, because I, I had to do something and I could only drink sure. so much booze, right? That I could only hide so much. And so I, I remember going one week, I was like, I'm watching all the Rockies. And then one week I watched all of the Tarantino films. So that was the last time I watched. So it was about a year and a half ago, but I'm still thrilled to watch it. And I just, I, I applaud you. Great call. Great pick. Also, speaking of Rocky, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Yeah, I know. Fuck me. 76, man. God damn. Well, he did no, well, it's it's too short, but the guy, this is the thing. This is the thing. I understand exactly what you're saying, but what I love about it is the guy had a career in the 80s, kind of went, went south, and then picked it up with The Mandalorian. Well, I think he picked it up with Happy Gilmore, but all right. Well, no, I think he had a moment in Happy Gilmore, but here, like, like, and he's 74 years old, he's got a starring role in this huge thing that's hugely celebrated. A whole new audience found out who Carl Weathers was. So I think that's, that, that, that's worth it. You want, you want to do the Rockies. We are 100% covering Action Jackson at some point. Oh, I love Action Jackson. I mean, we haven't yeah. done the Predator yet either, but yeah, but we will, but, but we will. But, Action Jackson might be before fucking Predator. I would agree with that because I love Action Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Assorted drinks, your favorite beverages. Hot coffee. Hot dogs the way you like them. Ice cream. I changed mine up. I had, oh, uh, yeah, right. I, I originally, originally I went with, uh, what, did I, what was it? Uh, it was Ghost old, in the Shell and Old Boy. An Old Boy. And I kind of yeah. went with, I was going with like an Asian thing. You know, the Asian film, that kind of thing. And those are both movies I think would make a, a really good triple feature with Kill Bill. I mean, it's solid. Actually, yeah. actually it's a, a quad triple quad feature, but about, technically, yeah, sure, but yeah, sure, yeah, sure, everywhere. Sure. But then I got to thinking about it and I realized, you know, what I wanted to do is one of the things that is kind of remarkable about Kill Bill is Tarantino, I mean, you know, Yes, there are definitely men fighting in this movie, but for the most part, this is centered on badass fucking women fucking doing badass fights. I mean, from go-go to, I mean, everybody is just like, a. so I went, you know, I, I said, I said, okay, so maybe I want to go that direction because that's that, you know, that's something you don't see a whole lot of, and that would be a really good triple feature. So my triple feature is the first of my triple features is from 2022. Okay. The woman King. Oh yeah, you saw that. I I loved yeah, this yeah, movie, yeah, okay, despite yeah. the despite the historical inaccuracies and all these. The thing is, this is a it's a beautiful movie. It is a moving movie, and it's really about an entire society where the women are the fucking army, and they are the warriors. They are set apart from the rest of the village. They are, they train themselves and it's, it's, it's just a, a spectacularly good movie. Um, and, and it, and it, and really it features some fucking like women 
kicking ass, like in some really great cinematic ways. So I, my first of my, my triple features, definitely 2022's The Woman King. And then this might be a little more controversial, but my second is I might be one of, you know, seven people that don't just think about tits. I mean, I do think about tits. I'm not lying. I like, I like scantily clad women. I'm a, not a red blooded American male. That's so, right. Yes. But I really actually think this is his best film. Um, it is a film that I enjoy. Um, it is Zack Snyder's 2011 Sucker Punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's also badass women fucking kicking some ass. Yeah. 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 And and it's, doing a lot of Japanese. Stylistic. It's yeah, sty- it's stylistic. highly stylist. It's highly yeah. stylized. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of Japanese influence in it. And and I actually think it's it's I think it's a very fucking good movie. And uh and I also own that. And so my triple feature yeah. would go like this. I would start with Oh my god. Now this is how I'm going to do three it. in the afternoon. Yeah, this this is early, and we're gonna and we will have snacks, potty breaks, God and drinks. I would yeah. start with Kill Bill Volume okay. One. I'd start uh-huh. with Kill Bill Volume One. Okay. Then we'd watch The Woman King. Oh boy. Then we'd watch Sucker Punch. Okay. And then we'd watch Kill Bill Volume Two. That's fair because I was gonna. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You that's got fair. a book in there. You got a book in there. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, mine are mine are way way more on the nose, of course. That's, but they're good. They're good. That's but they're how good. I they're good films. You know what? Well, I see your films and I say, how do I do something different? It's really not that I. No. Yeah. That's fi- you yeah, usually pick your double. Your... I do the same. If you pick them first, it depends who it's drops the game. them first, right? It's like, the game. Yeah. Um, mine are clearly uh, look. They're solid influences on. Bill, Bill, absolutely. Um, the first one is uh, Game of Death. So good, uh, fucking directed by Bruce Lee. Yeah, written by Bruce Lee. So fucking good, Bruce Lee. Yeah, he it's fucking great. died before the movie was finished. Yeah, but more importantly, this is the one where he wears the black and yellow, the mm-hmm. yellow and black uh, jumpsuit. Yeah, in, in that is sequences. Yeah. Which is, you know, fucking it's, the bride's you know, Beatrice. It's her thing. Fucking thing. Okay, so yes. That would be this. And then um Once Upon a Time in the West, Sergio Leone. Yeah. Uh Spaghetti Western. Dude, you know, uh music the, music by Ennio Morricone, which is like yeah, it's it's the gold, it's, it's the gold standard. It's, it's the gold standard. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I would do Game of Death, okay, Kill Bill One. Once Upon a Time, Kill Bill Two. Yeah. Well, you know, as a very, very, very. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I had not, I had not, I had not. Once upon a time in the old west is is it's one of my favorite. It maybe it might be my favorite sequence in film is the opening scene. Is but Mm. and I don't think I don't know if Tarantino took this with the mosquito on her that wakes her up. But the, if you recall the opening scene in Once Upon a Time, it's it's uh, Jack Elam. He's sitting in a chair, in the fucking like in a in a, in a like a, a, a I don't know what it is like a jail or a post office, whatever. It's but out it's a building out in the middle of the desert, and it's it's literally like three minutes of him being annoyed by a fly. 
It's the greatest opening sequence I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's, it's, I love, look, and Tarantino has done this a million times. This, this silhouette in the foreground. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, you can see what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. The, ba- the background is more clear than the foreground, right? He does it in uh, the opening of Kill Bill 2. Yes, he does. With the bride laying in a grave. It's similar to uh, Orson Welles' character in, in, um, Citizen Kane. Yes. It's, it's a similar kind of silhouette. Well, Orson, like, Welles, does, cre- Orson does, Welles created that shot. I'm, obviously. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He does the same thing in Inglorious Bastards mm-hmm. where Christoph Waltz, the, the doorway where Shoshana is running away. It's in such, distance, right? so good. It's, he's he's a map along with Kubrick, along with Spielberg. He's a masterful like Framer of visual. Shots. He knows his cameras. The, 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 the only, the only, the only director I can think of that knows cameras placement and the way to use cameras as well as Tarantino is James Cameron. Yeah, even Cameron, I would argue, is not his composition isn't as great as the, his. I agree. Look, sequence wise, filmmaking wise, Cameron's a fucking. He he's he fucking he's the like i love him i love him in terms of every frame is a picture okay uh i wouldn't put i wouldn't no 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 it's not it's not it's not the same yeah no it's not you know yeah free freeze frame anything not anything but freeze frame tarantino you'll see pictures in everything you could you could print that out and it's a fucking poster it's It's a poster absolutely beautiful no, it's great. Yeah, so, yeah, a very long Saturday for both of us, I guess. With I think we will. Features. So my trailer geek is... Oh, please, let's go. Yeah. Here is my... Tra- here is... I, I saw this. I saw this trailer. I went, you know, Guy Ritchie. Go fuck yourself. I'm so in. Here it is. Gus March Phillips, I have a mission I want you to lead. Thank you, Sergeant. What's the plan? To neutralize the German U-boats in the North Atlantic. We're losing the war. Hitler is not playing by the rules, so neither are we. We both know that I'm not very popular with the administration. The reason they find you unattractive is the very reason I find you attractive. Time to do this, I'll need my own team. You won't like them. They're all... No! Bad. They'll need to be. This is an unsanctioned, unauthorized mission. If we fail, England will be condemned to a lifetime under the German boot. And so I said, that is not a dog. That is my wife! (laughs) It's very good.
are reckless. Abort this mission now. Hello, can't hear you. Please do off. The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. I couldn't. I couldn't be more excited for a movie. I, I'm very. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm so in. Look, I <laughs> love. I love movies where Nazis die. They, so like, I, I will watch all of them. Oh yes. I don't care. Yeah, it could be good or bad. I will watch movies where Nazis die. Well, the yes. thing that the thing that makes me the most happy, honestly, because I love Henry Cavill. Uh, I love him, Cavill. I love him. I, but wait, but on, but he has not really had opportunities, and I love that he's doing quirky fucking movies with well, great directors. I love it. Do, well, because he can afford to. Well, yeah. <laughs> do, do you like him more as a Brit? Or is it American? Accent? I like him more as a Brit. I really like him yeah. more as a Brit. Ditto. Yeah, Ditto. yeah, The first yeah. time I heard him with a British accent, I was like, oh, now I like you. Now I like oh, you all of a sudden. Yeah, Wait a okay. Minute. Wait a minute. Now I like you. Well, the thing oh, is, he, he seems less like a meathead <laughs> with the British <laughs> accent. Yes. Like maybe yes. he read a book or something. It's like, oh, you're this huge, yes. bulky motherfucker. You're the best looking man alive. And... You're British. Okay. Yeah. Everything works. Now I get it. Now everything works. Yes, I'd let him fuck me. I'd let him Look, fuck me. You know, I am I am, <laughs> I am I am um I am hit or miss with Guy Ritchie. I loved Lockstock. I it's... loved Snatch. Yeah. And then other layer cake and this and that. I was. See, I like, like layer cake, but he, he, yeah, he. I, well, he, the thing is, he can only do the same thing so many times. So he's yeah, trying yeah, new yeah, stuff. Yes, yes. don't. But get this look. Don't stop getting high on your own supply. It's exactly. You there you go. Like, but uh, but this. But know? I'm always. But the thing is, it's sort of like P.T. Anderson. It doesn't matter that I hated Inherent yeah. Vice so much with my heart. I'm always no, going to give him I a chance. Still watch a P.T. Every Anderson. anything he 100%. does, I want to see because yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. might yep. he might yep. blow my mind like he's done before. And that's yep. what I. This looks yep. great yep. to me. I can't wait to see it. This looks great. I I really do hope it's based on a true story because that fucking kicks my ass. Yes, the first special forces mission. I love it. I cannot get enough. Anytime a quote unquote new documentary comes out about World War II, I am fucking on it. I am on it. You're in. Watch those documentaries. I don't give a fuck. There are a billion stories to tell about World War II and everyone in it. So. I am a hundred percent down with this film. Hundred percent yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks and, fucking great. I also love uh, having looked it up. Aside from Henry Cavill, and oh, oh yeah, Cavill, Cavill, Cavill? Ca- Cavill. I think it's Cavill. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, Bill Schweiger. Yeah, we recognize from Inglorious Bastards. Harry Elwes, of course. Of course, right? He's yeah. in the fucking trailer. Uh, I did Fisher Stevens is somewhere right? in this movie. Yeah. Um, other than that, don't know any of these people. This is which yeah. I fucking love. I love. I love. I love. Fucking love it. I want to speak- read a cast list and want. I want to. I want to know two people in the movie and then thirty people I don't know. I agree with Brilliant. you. I love it. And, love it. and in yeah. terms of being a hundred percent invested in like really looking forward, we picked. I think we picked two great trailer geeks here. Oh, Okay, is a trailer geek that I'm really looking forward to seeing as well. Oh God, that you oh my picked. God. 
Grab a tissue. I just don't think you understand how Tinder works. Can I tell you something? I know exactly how Tinder works. Then I you do. don't understand how flirting works. How do you think you got here? It hurts. Where, honey? Everywhere. my god oh my god about, you know, like again you know i'm being a being a father now yeah like it just it's um the way shit hits mm-hmm. you know i mean look this movie would have gotten me if i didn't have a kid yeah. i think julio luigi i think julio louis dreyfus is is look she's she's elaine from seinfeld we'll always know but her she, she is she's in her, her own she's she is, in her reincarnation she period well the the, she, the movie well, she's she doing she's that been, with that she started that with that gandolfini movie yeah for me she's exactly that that he's doing right? some work that is dude. St- well dude she came from second city she that, came that, from the second city etc that, cast right. the fact that and then she did saturday night live and now she's just she the gravity that she brings to every film she's in lately like in the last like 10 years she's just extraordinary oh i love this i think and and, and the and then, and I, the then, idea of the parrot is just fucking have you ever okay this is what it reminded me of and i know this will the movie work have you ever read uh ishmael no Okay, Ishmael is it's and I now I have now I have to get a copy of the book and give it to you because that was what I promised myself when I read it the first time. But basically it's the 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 gist of it is a guy is looking for a teacher. And he keeps looking for a teacher in New York City, keeps looking for a teacher, looking for a teacher, and he finally finds a classified ed for a teacher looking for a student. 
and he didn't understand it. So he goes to the office and the office is empty and he's sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because there's nobody in this office. But on one side of the room is a full mirror, but there's something wrong with the mirror. And he looks at the mirror and realizes it's not a mirror. It's a pane of glass. And on the other side is an 800 pound silverback gorilla who begins to speak to him. And his name is Ishmael. And it is one of the most deeply philosophical, interesting, brilliantly written short books I've ever read in my life. It has such great philosophical insights about civilization, about humanity. It's really great. And the minute I saw this trailer, that's what I thought of. I saw this trailer and thought of Life of Pi. Did you see the, the movie? I did see Life of Pi. Yes, and I could see that it's parallel. Been long, it's been a yeah, long But I, so I, I totally see that parallel. I, I just did, but 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 no, yeah. I but I see the parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I also look, I mean, you know me. Uh, like I'm I'm cynical, I'm dark, I love horror movies. So when there are these kind of touching movies where humanity is involved humanity yeah. is front and foremost you're you're uh, you, th- this reminder of life is fucking short the life parent is, is, the parent in you is spoken thin. to the parent in you is spoken yeah. to yeah yeah but even even before even more, being a parent yeah even I, more. But, I mean more so now of course yes but like yeah that that when 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 there is this kind of storytelling look i haven't seen the fucking movie yet but like it might suck i even but I, don't think, Mary- I, showed it, I, don't- I showed it i showed it to maryland and i was like trigger warning just be prepared just be prepared to cry yeah and she watched she was in she was oh it, it is it, and all she had to say afterwards was like nope 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 and i'm like well i'm gonna watch it oh yeah i'm like, gonna watch I it i have to i have to i could because not these, watch this movie this looks so good these kind of these kind of these kind of stories are the ones that put me back in touch with humanity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I drive do. around I, exactly LA, motherfuck everybody, and fuck the world, and whatever. Th- these are the kind of things that it's like, whoa, 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 hold the fuck on, hold the fuck on, slow down. It's not you know? all bad. It's not oh, all bad, man. Yeah. I just like, oh, I was, I was in fucking tears. And I'll be honest with you, you had immaculate with um, uh, your 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 gal Sweeney. It's yeah, a, it's a yep. non-exploitation horror movie. Almost picked that. Almost picked the fucking remake of Roadhouse with our boy Gyllenhaal. See, it looks fucking dope as fuck. I'm having, I'm Almost having a problem it. with it. I'm having a problem with that. I'm having a problem with it. But I'll still see it. We'll talk about, we'll talk about, we'll talk about. I'm it. having a problem with it because I'm sorry, you don't fuck with the Swayze verse. You just don't do it. That's true. Just don't That's true. fucking do it. But anyway, I saw this. Uh, oh I yeah, yeah. This, this is this is the one. Oh, there's no fucking choice. There's no choice. Mm-hmm. This is the trailer. I hope everyone sees it. I I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna ball my fucking eyes out. I oh, yeah. can't wait. I see can't the thing wait. is, I I'd, ball, I'd ball my eyes out at everything. So it's you know, it's just like no, I watched. No, no, no. I watched like, the holdovers, and I couldn't stop crying because it was just so dirty and sweet. <laughs> what was what was what was dude in Bambi in 1941? Remember 1940? Robert Stack. Yeah, Robert Stack. Yeah, Bambi. and just yeah, weeping. That's me. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah. 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 All, right. All right. All right. Well, that is the episode. Great picks. Uh, I'm yes. very excited about seeing these, some of these movies. We're not going to tell you what we're going to do next week. We're next uh, next time because I think, honestly, we're changing things up this season. I, 
yeah, I think that's the way going forward, man. Fuck it. Like guests, different stuff, yeah, man. We'll figure it out. You change shit up. Go up. Stay, stay tuned. Yeah. Show up and you'll see what amazing, fun, kick-ass films we like to watch. Fuck yeah. See you at the pictures. Yeah.